Grace to you and peace from God our Father and from our ascended Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And then he opened his mind, they're open, he opened their minds to understand the scriptures. It made me think about having an open mind um, and what that means. And immediately when I think of somebody saying an open mind, I remember hearing that quite a bit when I was at the University of Central Florida. Have an open mind is what I was told. Open mind into all the things that the world and cultures uh, might have to teach us and to have us believe. I even took a couple of Christian courses at the University of Central Florida. Come to find out, they were um, Christian critical courses. Um, courses critical of um, Christianity. But that's the way of our world, isn't it? And, and, and I was supposed to have an open mind to this. And what was interesting is if I presented or offered in class anything from Scripture, guess what my mind was? Closed. I had a closed mind. And I was, and, and what they were doing was it was indoctrinating me into this open mind that they wanted me to have, open to all their traditions, many different religions. I remember um, doing a philosophy degree at Central Florida. I took a class called Religion, Philosophy, and the Environment. That covered just about everything. And for 13 weeks, every week, we would, uh, we would be taught a different religion or philosophy or discipline um, in our world. I mean, we, we had... Um, people from every different um, religion, and some of them I don't even know if you could call religion, but we had a, a Wiccan come, uh, a witch come, and talk to us about uh, the um, you know, Wicca and things like that. We had every, every denomination, well not denomination, but every, every religion really presented. Guess which one wasn't presented in 13 weeks? That's right, Christianity. And I was a little bit perplexed by this, so I went to the professor and I said, um, Christianity hasn't been um, even offered. And he said, well, why don't you offer it then? I said, okay. So I prepared and um, put together a little um, presentation, and on one of the classes I got up and I um, talked about Christianity and about faith in Jesus Christ. Really kept it really simple. Um, I remember a couple of the other Christian students came up and, and, and shook my hand and said, thank you so much. For doing that. But long story short, that's what the world wants. The world wants you to have an open mind. And if you believe in Scripture and the Scripture guards your heart and mind, well, then your mind is closed. Is that right? Do I have this right? Or am I off base here? This is correct. And then Jesus comes in Luke chapter 24, and then he opens their minds to understand the scripture. So the reality is this. An open mind in the world is a closed mind in Jesus. Is that right? An open mind in God's word is a closed mind to the world. Is there any way to, to, to make this work on both sides? The answer is probably no. The answer is actually no. Because the way of God is not the way of the world. And the way of the world is not the way of God. That's very clear in Scripture. 
God himself says, my ways are not your ways and neither are your ways my ways, says the Lord God Almighty. And so he opens their minds to understand the scriptures. And this open mind, it really, if you, if, and when this happens, when God opens your mind to understand the scriptures, you start seeing God doing some miraculous things in your life and in your world. You didn't miss it, did you? This past week. God performed a miracle, a miracle. Do you remember last week? We were a small group. Um, probably the smallest group since I've been pastor here. That's okay. Um, you know, the storms for Saturday night last week kind of kept many people away. Um, I'm not getting on to you. But we prayed. During the sermon, we prayed to the name and through the name and by the name of Jesus the Christ, the Son of the living God. Because Jesus said, ask in my name and you will receive it. So we said, well, let's try this out. We did that. We prayed in the name of Jesus the Christ, the Son of the living God. In the context of the prayer, and the content of the prayer was, Lord, hold back the waters that are coming into Keystone. Let and cause the levees to hold, Lord. Oh, it was just the, the, um, the, the wonderful, keen um, ability of men to create a, uh, a, a watershed system, right? It was the dam. It was the, 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 the ability of, of human beings to, to create a levee that held that water back, right? Because the water held back this week, did it not? Praise God. Praise God. Now, I'm not a mathematician. I'm not an engineer. But I think that if we ran the math, the levees probably shouldn't have hold or held. God just performed a miracle in our midst and in our community. Are we taking that for granted? I'm in awe. I'm in awe because I talked to an engineer who works for the Army Corps of Engineers. And he said, those levees should not have held. And that water should have come. And they should have increased the water coming out, because we all know the numbers, right? I think we were at, what, right around 300, 300,000? Did we hit 300,000? It should have been up to 320,000 is what he said. Thanks be to God that God performed a miracle of holding water back. He's done it throughout Scripture all the time. Open your eyes so that you can understand the Scriptures. You see, God is still very active in this world. He's active if we have eyes to see it, eyes open to see it. When things that should have gone very, very bad, and maybe something bad happens, but in the midst of this catastrophe, there is a hedge of protection placed around a family. That's the power of God. That's the power and protection of God. How often do we, not get, do we miss it because our minds are open rather to the world than to God and His Scriptures? 
we come to a realization. And what happens in the scripture is very important for us if our eyes are going to be opened by God to understand this scripture. As he opens their minds to understand the scriptures, he then speaks the word and listen to the word that Jesus speaks. He told them, verse 46, after he opened their minds to understand the scripture, these are the words that he tells them that they will now be able to see. This is what is written. The Christ will suffer and rise from the dead on the third day in repentance and forgiveness of sins will be preached in his name to all nations beginning at Jerusalem. If you were here last week, you heard it. Why is this happening? Why are the floodwaters coming? Why, why any catastrophe in our life? Why any disaster in our life? It is always a call from God for us to return to him, to repent, to move away from the world, not have an open mind to the world, but now have an open mind to scripture, to return to God. Repentance preached. The forgiveness of sins preached. And you, all of you in this room, and all that heard that day are witnesses to these things. I am going to send you what my Father has promised, but stay in this city until you are clothed with power from on high. Everybody in this room is clothed with power from on high. You were baptized and clothed with the Holy Spirit through your baptism and washed and now you place on the garment of Christ's righteousness through the water and through the word of, his, of, of God. And now you are witnesses of what? Witnesses that those waters were withheld by God Almighty, not the will of man. That in your life, God has placed a hedge of protection around you, and if that hedge of protection is lifted around you, well then guess what? Praise, glory, honor, and worship be to God. Whether hedge a protection or a lifted hedge. In all things, whether we call it good or bad, God is going to work for the good of you who love him and have been called according to his purpose. It's going to be praise. It's going to be worship. Worship, praise, glory, and honor to God. Watch what happens in the text. When he had led them out to the vicinity of Bethany, he lifted up his hands and he blessed them. While he was blessing them, he left them and was taken up into heaven. Then they, then they worshipped. Then they worshipped him. And they returned to Jerusalem with great joy. And they stayed how often in the temple area? Continually. You see, God is drawing. And God will always draw to himself. He will always draw you back to himself. He will open up your mind so that you can understand the scripture. And then you will worship him, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Then you will come to his sanctuary, this, his temple, with joy. And here you will remain, how often? Continually praising God. If bad happens, what we would call bad, it's for the purpose of worship, praise, honor, and glory to God. If good happens to us and we are in good health, it's for worship, glory, praise, and honor to God. So that he might keep us together continually in this, his temple, 
worshiping him. That you might go out tomorrow and worship him. You are witnesses of these things. So when someone says to you, wow, wasn't that great that the, that the dam held back the water and the, and the levees um, held back the water? What can you witness? You don't know? You witness to people, you say, thanks be to God Almighty. And then they will say, what are you talking about? And then you say, I believe that God held back those waters. Why do you believe such a thing? Because we prayed for it. We prayed for it. The church on earth prayed for it. It wasn't just Christ the Redeemer, just letting you know. There were a lot of people praying that the waters would hold back last Sunday. I saw a picture of Governor Stitt. Guess what he was doing with the leaders? Did you see that picture? He was praying. The governor of the state of Oklahoma with the, 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 the people who are in charge of this emergency were praying. Guess what God did? He answered the prayer. You're witnesses of these things. You are a Christian here today because somebody witnessed to you these things. Someone will become a Christian one day because you witnessed to them these things. All worship, all glory, all power, and all dominion belong to God. We worship Him. He gathers us to get together continually so that we might go out and then become witnesses. God did it. Amen. And now may the peace of God that transcends our ability to understand, may it guard your hearts and your minds, always never focused on your Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen.